0: Hello, this is Bill Lytell again for Wisdom for Your Walk. I'll talk to you about a subject that has uh, come up most of my life in conversations with people through the years, and that is uh, accusations, accusations, subject of accusations. Have you ever been talking with somebody and all of a sudden they go off into telling you that some preacher they knew been accused of... uh, such and such, or some deacon they knew, been accused of such and such, or some Christian uh, person that you knew and looked up to has now been accused of such and such, and they go on. Usually, they don't stop there. They go into graphic detail of the accusation against them, passing this information on. Very energy uh, wasting and energy taking type of information. Also, excuse uh, very discouraging. At least to the to me, it is, and so i meditated quite a bit about this uh, deal of accusations and accusing the brethren. Revelation chapter 12 verse 10 says, I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. What a deal. The first time I ever read that verse, I was sick at heart. The devil's up there accusing me, accusing you of every kind of thing, day and night. Now, you know, I know we give him material, right? I mean, it's not that we're like perfect and we don't walk perfectly. I would love to, but I mean, I give the devil some material on that. And probably not everything he accuses me of is false. Sometimes I'm I'm not good the way I should be, you know. But men are vicious in this area. Second Peter chapter two verse ten and eleven said, but chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. Presumptuous are they, self willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities, whereas angels which are of greater power and might uh, bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. I don't want to be like uh, Satan, I want to be like Michael. The archangel, which would not uh, say anything to, to the evil one about when he disputed about Moses' body, he just said the Lord rebuke. He didn't bring up or some railing accusation against Satan himself. Um, I think we should be real slow to speak in the area of passing on an accusation against someone else, something that's not been brought before a group of people, a judge, uh, uh, whether it be a preacher, deacons, or people that were in the know, you know I like to I like to do another. The Bible says uh, Matthew seven eleven, do unto others you haven't do unto you. That's a paraphrase, but that's the principle of it. And so, if an accusation is brought against me, I want to be able to face my accuser face to face. I want to be able to have a, a group of my peers or jury, as it were, of peers, a listen to all the evidence. I want to be able to defend myself. So I should be able to defend myself, I should be able to face my accuser, Uh, I should be judged by a group of peers, 10 or 12 people, after they hear both sides, say, okay, the evidence has been presented on both sides, we believe the defendant to be guilty or not guilty. At least you get a fair trial, but with most people, you do not even get a fair trial on that, do you? I mean, you're just guilty until proven innocent, and it hurts your reputation, What's sad is the person you you bled on, uh, that accusation, will go and tell it to somebody else. We have this uh, morbidness about us that likes to spread bad news. I mean, I like, man, we need to, by the grace of God, part of our regeneration needs to be going around being light rather than darkness, spreading good things rather than bad things. You know, Philippians 4 8, man, going back to that again. Well, you know, things which are true and honest, just, pure. Think on these things. Put them in your mind. May they go out of our mouth. Um, our conversations ought to be uplifting to people. Now, if I hear a bad accusation about a preacher, I should just be quiet. I should kill the thing right where I hear it. Why, you say, Brother Bill, why would you do that? Well, because the Bible says so. First Timothy 5.19, against an elder, that's a leader. Uh, Receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. Now, you notice that, but before. That means they're facing your accusers. But before two or three witnesses, you ought to be able to face your accuser. Listen to Jay. If accusers got gumption enough to say you did something bad, they got gumption enough to get right in front of you and say it in front of your face. If they don't have the guts to say it in front of your face, they ought not to say it at all. And it ought to be considered as frivolous information and untrue. Now, I'm not trying to protect the guilty. God forbid. But I do believe the Bible says, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. And I do believe the Bible says that every secret thing will be brought forth to the light. So if somebody supposedly does something, there's no witnesses to accuse them. And you say, Brother Bill, then they got by with it. No, they don't. Nobody gets by with anything. God is someday going to bring everything to judgment. Everything's going to be made clear. Everything's going to be made very uh, open, and there'll be not one secret, wicked crime or event that happens that doesn't receive His just recompense. Now, this, my sins before Jesus, when I repented and trusted Him, they were under the blood of Christ. They received their just recompense. What was that? That was when Jesus hung on that old rugged cross and paid the price for my sin. He paid it in full. And yours, too, if you're a born-again Christian. Let's not remuddle that whole deal. And, um, you know, the devil. There's a difference between guilt. Guilt's good if it's from God. Guilt's horrible and destructive if it's been from the devil. The devil's type of guilt is the kind of guilt that brings you back over those old, wicked things that you did when you were young or, or, or other times and they, they, it tries to defeat you. Things that have been long repented of. Things that have been gotten right about. He'll bring them things back up and try to tell you, you are wicked, rotten, and all, and all that. And all that does is want to destroy you and defeat you and hurt you. Uh, God's not bringing that back up to you. That's under the blood. The sin that we've committed is under the blood, brother. The, the, the Lord Jesus Christ washed our sins away under his blood and we're free by the grace of God and it's all by grace by the way and so here you go you got the guilt that God gives us is when you sin you feel that caution you feel that little uh, pain in you that the Holy Spirit says ooh that was wrong you shouldn't have said that you shouldn't have done that and you you feel guilty about it that's good guilt and you can go to God and you can say God please if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin cleanse us from all unrighteousness, uh, right? First John 1, nine, And so we go to him, and the word confess means to agree with God. So I simply go to him and say, Lord, I agree that uh, what I did was wrong, what I did was sin. By the way, don't use the word mistake. That ain't in a, that's not in the Bible. I did a transgression. I did an iniquity. I did a sin, or I did a trespass, but you didn't make a mistake. That mistake tends to downplay the problem. And if you're downplaying the problem, I just don't believe you're really repenting the way you ought to be. You ought to be harder on yourself than anybody else out there. Amen? I believe the Bible says if you judged yourself, you'll not be judged. So if we get hard on ourselves, then others don't have to get hard on us. And so by the grace of God, we can go down through with free forgiveness. So remember that when you're talking about folks. You hear so-and-so did this or so-and-so did that. It's hearsay information. Throw it out of court. Throw it out of court. And God forbid if it's about a leader, if it's about an elder pastor, uh, maybe even a deacon, somebody that's in leadership, don't even listen to them. Stop them. Say stop right there. The Bible says I can't hear it because the only way I could hear it is if it was before two or three witnesses in their presence. And if it's real, let's sort it out, make sure it's real because, hey, The Bible talks about those that are in leadership. If they sin, they should be rebuked before all. No doubt they should be judged. No doubt it should be brought forth if it's real. But it's got to be done right. Let's not do it like the devil. Let's do it like God would have us to do it. Well, a little bit of wisdom for your walk. May the Lord bless you, keep you, cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace.